You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisted ways art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke. And I'm Sandra Sheriff-Sackerly. And we are your hosts on this zany adventure. Da, da, da. <laughs> We've been having an adventure this morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just excited we're actually hitting record because... I know. It's been a minute. <laughs> You're too loud. Stupid You're too mics. quiet. I, I'm hearing white noise. <laughs> I'm hearing everything in the background. Yeah. I hear dead people. There's just been a lot. <laughs> Wait, that's wrong. <laughs> that one was just me. Sorry, I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> but we're here and we're recording. Yes. Finally. Finally. Um, I have something that I want to um, bring to your attention kind of in true crime news Uh that I find incredibly disturbing. So we, you, you heard about the Idaho murders. Yes. The kids that were killed um, on their college campus. First of all, there's been people that have been like online attacking. One of the survivors. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Listen, y'all, I don't know if you were ever, in your early 20s, in your party lifestyle where you have roommates, you don't know what's going on in the other rooms of the house all the time. And guess what? If you were out partying until the wee hours of the morning, yeah, you're not in your right frame of mind. No. And okay, she heard one of her roommates crying. She saw a dude in the hall. This he could have broke not- up with her. Yeah. <laughs> he does, she doesn't know what's going on. Exactly. She, and she was probably shit-faced. Yeah. So stop fucking victim blaming. Right. She is probably more upset about it than anybody else because she's like, I could have fucking done something. Yeah. 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 So stop coming for this young lady. You are not in that position. You were not there. You are she- not the detectives. Let the detectives do their job. Exactly. Leave this poor girl alone. Right. Like, I mean, I can see their point of she had, she maybe had something to do with it, but at the same time, you are not the detective. You are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So let's, let's keep the focus on uh, Brian, the asshole that actually did it and go from there. Um, Another thing that I learned 
about him that is incredibly disturbing is there's a woman who wrote a book about the BTK killer. Okay. And this woman is also a college professor and Brian Koberger, the killer, was taking her class. Oh, shit. Yeah. So now there's been a lot of speculation and the BTK killer himself has said, no, 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 I never met with him. I never talked with him. <gasps> but what if he did? You know, there's... Copycat. I, yeah. What if, what if he was offering him some kind of guidance or yeah. instruction? Yeah. So I've never really been somebody that thought much about the, the death penalty, but in the, in the situations like this where you don't know if this serial killer is influencing, uh, yeah. influencing people, there's, there's an argument that could be made about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's something to think about. Yeah. Um, in a, in a funnier story, um, my friend Becca is in town right now, and you and I apparently gave her our bad juju, bad, <laughs> bad airport juju. <laughs> she was on her way to the airport, and she was running late. She wanted to be to the airport by six twenty, and okay. she didn't leave her house until six twenty. So she was freaking oh, out no. um, that she was going to be late, and had the thought on the way to the airport. It would be great if I had even like a half hour delay, just a little, little half hour delay. Yeah. Nothing big. And apparently her powers of manifesting things are quite big because that was the day that the FAA, <laughs> the <whole> FAA. <laughs> shut completely down. So, yeah. but that started at like, I think it was like at 2 a.m. So yeah, but they didn't because they didn't ground all flights until like 6 30 i think she was at the airport before they yeah. ground her flight they loaded her plane <gasps> they loaded her plane like they were hoping yeah, it'll yeah oh it'll fire back up in time and then they were like yeah no it's not going to so get everybody back off the plane <laughs> yeah that's so, crazy her powers of manifesting and it goes above and beyond that because she said on her way down here she was like oh i really hope it's not you know sweltering hot while i'm down there and now we've had a cold snap or it was 49 <laughs> degrees yesterday so um i'm gonna see if i can get her to manifest that i suddenly come into money and see <laughs> uh, yes please <laughs> come on becca <laughs> see if she can use her powers for good yeah i was like literally watching something and it was like the faa like all u.s flights are grounded domestic mm -hmm. flights and i was like oh shit like i was like what the fuck happened? And then I was like, okay, it's a computer issue. Like, yeah, that really sucks. And I was like, I really hope I don't know anybody who's flying today. And then yeah. <laughs> Becca, Becca was flying and I was like, I'm so sorry, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you our bad airport juju. Yep. Anytime you see the three of us now. <laughs> yes. Just, just know. Just <laughs> something's going to happen. The flight is yeah. going to have a problem. Yeah. She did score herself because, you know. If there's a delay, you have to look for prime real estate. You have to look for an outlet. Yes. So she scored herself real estate by an outlet. But then she had to get up and pee. And she said she ran into the bathroom and ran back out and somebody had already taken her spot. 
Oh, no. See, that's where I like, I get really chummy with the people that are sitting next to me. And I'm like, listen, we're going to be here a while. Can I just leave this here so I can go pee really quick and then come back? And then most of the time they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Especially because oh, I you talk to, to strangers in public. I don't. I do. <laughs> I don't. Just a little, just enough to be like, I really need to use the bathroom and I don't want to pack up all my stuff. I'm by myself. Can you please just keep an eye on it? You're and so I take trusting. You're so trusting. Not I take me, the purse. Man. I'm I like, take my wallet. <laughs> I'm taking everything. I'm taking my roller bag. We're all going in that little tiny bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm a little up. too trusting. <laughs> no. Not me. I am not talking to strangers. Yeah. Once we get on the plane, I will, you know, if I'm some person sitting next to me, I will do the polite thing. Hi, excuse me. You know, <laughs> do you want the crackers? You know, the lady's trying to get your attention. I'll do that, but. We're not, we're not going to sit here and talk the whole flight. No. Well, <laughs> no. I, I There's a fine line because I had the one flight where I was coming down to see you and the guy tried to like hit on me and I was like, I'm married. Yeah. Married. No, no. <laughs> we're not doing <laughs> no, that. No, no. <laughs> no. So there is a fine line of if you cross that boundary, uh, no. I walk around with my earbuds in so people can see them. They're not even on. I just keep them in so people know I I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to have a conversation. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, segue of people you definitely don't want to run into in your life. We're going to be talking about Jack the Ripper today. <laughs> Ripper. Yay. <laughs> I did not do my homework. I did not find the show to watch the movie. Really? Yeah. So... You're going to, I, I swear I remember watching this, but like I said, I think I had the wrong movie. So okay. we're going to well, something in today. We are talking about um, the movie From Hell, starring Johnny Depp. Um, yes. Right off the bat, I get to make an apology. <laughs> when we talked about this last week, I said it was based on a graphic novel written by Stephen King. Yeah. Um, that's a bunch of horseshit. Okay. Um, full out lie. The graphic <laughs> novel was written by Alan Moore and Eddie Campbell and was okay. based on a book um, that cl claimed a conspiracy theory involving Jack the Ripper and the royal family, which was written by Stephen Knight. Stephen Knight. Okay. Not Stephen King. I mean, there's, so you know, the K, the N, the I, the G, they're, they're, they're in both last names. Right. They're just in a different, <laughs> different order. I saw Knight and my mind immediately Just shortened it. It went to Stephen King. Mm -hmm. So my apologies there. Um, so let's let's get started. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So during 10 weeks in the fall of 1888 is when Jack the Ripper inflicted his reign of terror on Whitechapel, London. He murdered five prostitutes in an incredibly brutal matter. Yes. Uh, mutilating each corpse in horrifying ways that uh, each one seemed to escalate more than the next uh, except for one which he, he did kill two of the women in one night and the first one wasn't wasn't mutilated in quite the fashion uh, yeah we think he got interrupted and that's why th that particular murder he didn't complete his normal ritual and the right. next one was even more brutal because he, he, he had didn't. to make up for lost causes. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
To this day, his identity has remained a mystery. There's a good chance we'll never really know who Jack right. the Ripper was, which is a bummer because this particular case has mystified people for centuries. Right. Now, in the film From Hell, which was directed by Albert Hughes and Alan Hughes, um, the name From Hell was taken from, uh, it was a, the return address on a letter that was sent to the police by an individual claiming to be Jack the Ripper. Okay. And there were numerous letters sent. Um, there's a lot of speculation on if these letters were actually written by Jack the Ripper. Um, my opinion, I really think that, that they're a hoax. I don't think that they're real. But, you know, I'll, you know, look into that and make your own opinion on if you think they are. Um, before I, I dig in fully into what we got here, I have to say that there's there's so much to this case. There's boatloads of information. Um, but we're going to be discussing the movie versus the reality of the case. If you're listening to this and you want a deep dive into everything Jack the Ripper, I know I, I give shout outs to Morbid a lot, but the yeah. Morbid podcast did a five episode um, deep dive into Jack the Ripper. Oh, wow. So if you want more of the details about the case, I highly recommend giving that a listen. Uh, today, we're just going to talk the movie and what was real and what was not. Yeah. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okay, so the film focuses on Inspector Frederick Aberline, played by Johnny Depp, as he tries to solve the Ripper murders. The movie chooses to focus on the popular conspiracy theory about the murders, which involves a royal scandal. In this okay. particular theory, Albert Victor, Prince Albert Victor, excuse me, we'll put some respect on his name, <laughs> uh, who is the grandson of Queen Victoria, has an affair with a prostitute named Annie Crook. Annie becomes pregnant, and they're secretly married with five of Annie's friends acting as witnesses. The names of her That's friends. That's a secret. With five people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Super secret with yeah. five witnesses. That, that are friends. That are friends not, of Annie's. That's not a secret. <laughs> and they're all prostitutes like Annie. Okay. Uh, their name's Polly Nichols. Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Kelly. Um, these are the women who would become the victims of Jack oh, Ripper. Ripper. Those are their actual names. Um, and I don't think their names get mentioned enough. No. Uh, there was a book. I believe it's called The Five. I'll have to look into that. But it's specifically about jack's victims okay and in my own book reaper versus ripper i researched them enough as well yeah. and looked into a little bit more of who they were as people so we could give them a voice because i mean everybody knows the name jack the ripper but we don't exactly. really know the name of his victims and that happens a lot with a lot of people that get murdered that you remember the murderer, but you don't remember the victims. Exactly. Which is tragic. It is. They, they, they should be the ones that are remembered. 
Correct. Okay, so those these are the five women who would later become Jack's victims. In the movie, the baby Annie has with Albert could potentially destroy the royal family because it would be an heir to the throne. Right. Which means the parties involved and the witnesses had to be silenced. For this, they called on skilled surgeon Dr. William Gull, who enjoyed the task uh, pointed to him a little bit more than he probably should have. Yeah. He was a member of the Freemasons, which is an actual super secretive club of the yeah. upper class. Uh, and he saw each murder as a Masonic ritual. Before he began his killings, according to the movie, he had Annie imprisoned in the same asylum and treated bunny ears, bunny ears, her with a frontal lobotomy that robbed her of her identity and her memories. Then he went after each one of the witnesses. Yeah. How sad is it to think that that was actually a thing that used to happen back then, though? It's hard for me to think about because it's like they really thought that any non-normalcy, like what would be like ADHD, yeah. autism, was you needed frontal lobe lobotomy. Yeah. Or, you know, horm your hormones are acting up and, you know, causing drastic mood swings and, yeah. oh, you probably need shock therapy. Dude. Yeah, that I am glad I don't live in those times. Yeah. <laughs> I would have already been dead. <laughs> and the stuff that happened to women, <laughs> man, it's it was brutal. Yeah. Okay, so from the, from hell shows <clears throat> wow. <laughs> How's puberty going, stay? Sorry, my voice just broke. <laughs> from hell shows the queen learning of the brutal nature of the surgeon's acts. And having him locked into an asylum where he, too, was given a, a frontal lobotomy and left there to rot for the remainder of his days. Good. So according to the movie, uh, while the public never learned who Jack the Ripper was, it was discovered kind of behind the scenes and kept very hush-hush and they handled it internally. Yeah. And who's to say? Maybe there's something there that we don't know. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Wait, some form of government keeping things from the public? No. Not that at all. That doesn't happen. <laughs> so that's the movie version of what happened. Reality is far different. First off, the royal conspiracy has been discounted as a possibility time and time and again like it that never happened that's not a thing there was a woman named annie crook who lived during that time period honestly it seems like a pretty common name you know they recently discovered there actually was somebody named jay dawson that was on the titanic wasn't jack but you know it, it's a common name <laughs> yeah. so there's a there's a chance that annie just got just happened to have the same name. Right. Uh, there's no evidence that Annie ever knew any of the Ripper victims. There's no connection there. She never had an affair with Prince Albert or otherwise. Uh, definitely didn't have his child. <laughs> <laughs> she did not endure a lobotomy. 
So good good for her that she got to keep her brain intact. Yes. Uh, none of that was true. While Stephen Knight's Jack the Ripper, The Final Solution, focuses on this theory, literally no other researcher has ever supported these claims. Okay. So we can pretty much say it made for a good movie, but that's that's about it. That's about it. So what did the movie get right? Uh, the name of the murdered women. Good. We, we already said that. That that was accurate. The brutal ways that they were murdered. Accurate. Especially Mary Kelly at the end. Uh, yeah. Mary Kelly was the most horrific of his crimes. And they they did get that one spot on. It was horrific. Inspector Aberline was also the name of the law enforcement agent assigned to the case. Uh Another accurate point was, and it's it's only mentioned in passing. Like you really have to to know elements about for. Jack the Ripper, to, yeah, to, to pick up on this line. But they mentioned that a butcher's apron was found at one of the scenes, and that that is true. Yeah, that's also why that's it, why he's the Muffin Man. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. <laughs> But you said yourself that you, he might be. That he might. There was one connection, but that was yeah. it. That was there was the one connection. Um, because of the apron that they found, there was a time that inspectors leaned towards thinking that Jack the Ripper could be a butcher or a barber. <laughs> He's Sweeney Todd. He's Sweeney I, Todd. See, I'm telling you, this all <laughs> connects the Muffin Man and the butcher, or <laughs> the Muffin Man and the barber. <laughs> that would and be they a- were all played by Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was in a movie about Jack the Ripper. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm telling you, the connection is Jack Johnny the Ripper Depp. reincarnated as Johnny Depp. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know, no. man. Um, <laughs> we got to talking about the Muffin Man, and I lost my spot. Now, where were we? Okay, so they thought it could be a butcher or barber for a little while. Another thing that they got spot on in the movie is the way of life in London during that time. Yeah. Whitechapel had a population of 76,000 people and 39% were below the poverty line. Ugh. That's that's such a high number. Mm -hmm. People were doing whatever it took to survive. Yeah, whatever. Literally whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even if that meant sex work. Many of them, Mary Kelly included, were staying in rooming houses that you paid for night by night. Um, If you make enough that day that you have a place to sleep tonight, you get a room. If you don't, you're out in the cold. And I mean, there there was like, you could come in at this time. You got to pay when you come in. And you're out at this time in the morning. You don't right. get to like keep your possessions there. You don't get to. Nope. No. You you pay or you're out. And there was no leniency at no. all for these I mean, people. you could pay in advance. Yeah, you could pay in advance. But. Um, so there it was a very horrible time to live. These women. They, they didn't just rely on sex work to survive, which is something that the movie didn't touch on. But some of them made and sold paper flowers for extra money. Yeah. Some did mending and sewing. 
whatever, man, if somebody, if you had anything you could use to make a little bit of money, you were doing it. And this is where people became skilled in multiple different things mm -hmm. just to make money, to yeah. live. Yeah. That, this, this, these were the original side hustles. <laughs> yeah. And that's where I get frustrated because it's like people living need certain things. Those basic necessities should be free. Yeah. Yeah. Water, food. Like mm -hmm. those should be free. I agree. I agree. And the cost of living going up every day. People are scraping yeah. to get by. Every day. Yep. And the rich are getting richer. Yep. The cost to live is going up, but the paychecks are not. Exactly. That's messed up. Um, so these women, they were fighters till their unfortunate end. Which came far too soon. But the injustice didn't stop at their murders. The local law enforcement didn't take their deaths seriously. Ugh. Like they would have for, you know, a member of the upper class because they looked right. down at them. Which, you know, turns my fucking stomach. Mm -hmm. the, the police, in fact, tried to target the poor foreigners even the jewish community and blame them on the crime right blame the crimes on them because in their mind and this was a line taken from the movie no up upstanding englishman could ever commit such crimes bullshit bullshit <laughs> bullshit <laughs> and, and they as they actually delved into it they found and we're going to get into this in a little bit they found that no, that's not true. That's not true. Right. Um, when they started finding out that the person had to be educated, they were like, well, they must be crazy. There must be something wrong with them, which, you know, is probably true. But still, it, it's trying to give that upper crust the, you know, oh, they would never do this. Right. One little subtle way that the movie showed the differences in the class classes during this time was that grape stems were found at the scene of each crime. The impoverished couldn't afford a fruit like that. How sad is that? That grapes, grapes right. were a luxury. This was a delicacy only the rich could enjoy. Uh, while the grape stems were not actually found at the crime scenes, this was a bit of Hollywood showing that, you know, even basic, yeah. basic things like that, these people couldn't afford. Right. And that's what, like, used to be like 99 cents a pound. That's cheap. Yeah. And they couldn't afford that. That's saying something. Yeah. They couldn't afford a little stem of grapes. Very that's sad. Horrible. Yeah. That's where you're having, you know, bone broth soup for days because that's all you have. That's why, like, literally you used every piece of the animal yep. for clothing, for soap, for eating. Like, you used everything. Because you had everything to. Everything had a purpose. Yeah. Because you had to. To live. And that's what bothers me so much. <laughs> 
it was a horrible time. And there's, you know, there's so there's elements of this that you can see. We haven't we haven't broken completely away from this. No. Um, in the film, it, it shows some of the victims being killed inside of a carriage. That that's that's not the case. Right. They were killed on the streets in the pitch black of night while there's okay let me backtrack it's pitch black <laughs> it's not yeah. like you have street lights in everywhere no you might have some lanterns burning but we already said people don't necessarily have a room every night so you there's going to be people out on the street right whoever this this jack the ripper was he moved quick he worked completely in the blackness of night and was still skilled enough to be able to remove completely intact internal organs. Right. Working in the dark, pitch black, he was able to remove a complete kidney, a heart, a couple uteruses. So this, he was a surgeon. He ha he had to have training and education about the body, the anatomy. body, the anatomy, how to remove those things intact. Yeah. This isn't somebody that just was hacking around and happened to pull out, you know, a uterus. No, yeah. no, no, no. He knew what ha how to do this, where to go. Yeah. This, yeah. So, you know, them saying in the movie that it was a surgeon, there's something to that because not only was he a surgeon, he was able to do this fast and in the dark. Yeah. That's somebody who's trained and skilled. Yes. Who has done it repeatedly. Yes. Because, I mean, I can tell you roughly where the kidney is. I yeah. can tell you roughly where the heart is, but I couldn't be like, oh, you need to cut this vein and cut this vein and get it out perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And um, referring back to the Morbid podcast, um, Elena, who is a autopsy technician, was saying yeah. that removing the uterus is actually very difficult to do with the placement of it and how to get it out. And that one in particular would be very difficult. So the fact that he did that not once but twice is right. This is somebody that had some medical training. Yeah. For sure. Um from hell <laughs> shows and I think this was just them wanting to uh give some sort of happily ever after to an otherwise <laughs> atrocious story, but it shows Mary Kelly the last Ripper victim actually surviving because her friend had fallen asleep in her bed and the Ripper killed her, her and not Mary Kelly. And, you know, Mary then moved to Ireland and lived uh, in the movie. Right. She's the one that raised Annie Crook's baby. Okay. Back in Ireland. That's not the case. Uh, no, no. In the movie, um, Johnny Depp's characters notices that the hair is a different color and, you know, oh, this wasn't actually Mary Kelly. Well, Mary Kelly had a fiance. And he did identify what was left of her body. Um, 
I guess it was mostly her eyes because even her face was. Yeah. That poor girl was reduced to hamburger. She was just if you haven't seen the photos first of all don't look they're terrible but if you do you will see that there was very little left of her to identify but he yeah. did identify her body i think the reason her death was the most brutal is that she was the only one that was killed inside yeah. she was in her room in the the rooming house and either brought him in or he came in somehow he ended up there with them with her and he didn't have to work as quick with right her. he didn't have he to could just... take his time he wasn't afraid of getting caught yeah so um he, he had... maybe something okay so if that was his last killing maybe something happened to him because it would have progressed to where he was taking more time and doing it inside because yeah. he was evolving and like getting better. I know that sounds horrible to say, but like the fact that he did move inside. So yeah. it would have continued with being more graphic, more brutal if he were to kill more. Yeah. I, I really think there had to be something that happened because you don't commit crimes this brutal and, and then stop. stop yeah unless you got caught doing it got caught because of the evidence or something majorly happened to you yeah something stopped him now there are um people there's conspiracy people that believe jack the ripper came to the united states and is actually okay. the same person as um hh holmes the guy that had the um murder hotel basically okay whose character was in um american horror story there's people that believe that there isn't any evidence to confirm that but that is a conspiracy people have that would be an interesting one to go down the rabbit hole and figure out if that could possibly be because i could see that yeah and see why people think that yeah because i mean think about it he killed somebody inside and went huh yeah then i can do exactly what i want and then if he was the same person so then he comes here he he has this building and yep. welcomes people in and then tortures and kills them so that's that's an interesting theory did it is. Did, did he move somewhere and continue his crimes did somebody stop him did something stop him you know it right what if it was something as simple as he got ran over by a carriage yeah <laughs> get ran over by a carriage or choked on a grape or you know we don't okay so in the movie it shows aberline johnny depp's character overdosing on opium out of depression that he can't be with mary Ke mary kelly because there's there's a romance between the two of them in the movie but because she ex escaped you know okay let me back up the royal family was behind this cover-up yeah and they were trying to protect their their name their legacy so they wanted these girls taken out well one escaped so he thought if he went to her and anyone followed him and found out she was alive that he was going to be putting her at risk 
Yeah. So he never went after her. And in the movie, he was depressed and he overdosed on opium and died. Yeah. In actuality, Aberline lived to be 86 years old before he passed. So, okay. He lived a good full life. Yeah. So if the royal conspiracy shown isn't possible, who are the most likely suspects according to historians? You know, we we just established that it's H.H. H. Holmes. Like, we figured that right. out. <laughs> With no evidence whatsoever, we have figured this out. <laughs> but historians lean towards, um, and I hope I don't massacre all of these names, but their suspects are Aaron Kos- Kosminski, George okay. Chapman and Francis Tumblety. Aaron, what did these mean men do? Okay, well, Aaron was mes- mentioned as a suspect by three different Ripper investigators. Okay, he was, he was a barber, so there's that. <laughs> he somewhat matched the description of eyewitnesses, which I find that funny that he somewhat matched. Yeah. He is male. He has hair and eyes. He somewhat matches. Um, He was sent to an asylum in 1891 and died there in 1919. Okay. Uh, Because of the organ removal and some of these crimes and the short time span the killer was working with, there's a lot saying that a barber could do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, but the crime stopped when he went away, but the crime stopped. Okay. So what about the other people? Because yeah, that the Aaron, I'm not, I'm not real convinced about that one. Now, George was the prime suspect of Aberline himself. Okay. He was a trained surgeon in Poland and he was working as a barber in London during that time. There you go. It's yeah. the both. It would explain the apron for sure. The Ripper murders stopped when Chapman moved to New York. Oh, see, he moved to America. <laughs> when he moved back to London, he used poison to kill three of his wives from 1897 to 1902. At that time, he was caught and hung for those crimes. So that one so justice checks happened a little. Yeah, that one checks a lot of the boxes. Yes, and the fact but... that he was a trained surgeon and a barber. Yes. However, if he was Jack the Ripper, I think he would kill his wives in the same way. You would think. You would think, like, why would he switch the way that he was? Right. Unless he was like, yeah, I don't want to get caught. They're too close to me. And did anyone ever look to see if he killed anybody in New York or there were any unsolved murders in New York during that time period? Let's do some investigating and find out. I think we need to. Okay, so George seems like he could be something. Now, Francis was arrested for gross indecency and sexual assault in Whitechapel during the murders. He was charged with suspicion for the killings and made bail before fleeing across the Atlantic. 
he retreated into a life of obscurity and died in 1903. The fact that it's gross indecency and sexual assault, but the Ripper didn't, he didn't rape these women. He just brutally slaughtered them. So, but then again, like you want to say it wasn't a sexual crime, but he took two of the uteruses. So that... But that's know. the thing that what that makes me think it's a surgeon trying to do studies and he doesn't have the bodies to do the studies that he wants to do on. So he's just going to go find people to do the studies. Take out body parts and yeah. Well, we have already said it was an incredibly poor time. Of, exactly. Of, uh, Black market. Yeah. There's so much to this that we don't know and and questions will never get answered because, you know, there's some crimes like like uh, the horrible case with Jean-Bernie Ramsey, right. there's still the chance that science could come up with new technologies that could help us solve that crime. But something yeah. like Jack the Ripper, like there's nothing, we don't have the evidence or um, things we can test dating that far back that we'll ever really yeah. know. Yeah, sure. like with the JonBenet Ramsey case, I truly believe it was somebody in the house. Mother, father, brother. It, I really do. There's so many things that lead you to to really go. How can I it don't be? believe it's an outside source. Yeah. yeah. Because if it's an outside source, the body wouldn't have stayed in the house. Probably not. Not of a little girl. Yeah. 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 That's that's a horrible horrible case. It is. Hopefully, someday we'll know what happened to that sweet girl. On somebody's deathbed. That's when we're going to find out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I thought we would find out when uh, mom was on her way out, but yeah, that didn't happen. So so that's what we got. That's uh, the comparison between From Hell and Jack the Ripper. And From Hell wrapped it up in a nice little bow that justice was served <laughs> in the Jack the Ripper case. Not I don't so know. Much. Maybe it was, and we'll never know about that. Right. Hard to say. Yeah. Maybe it was George. <laughs> Maybe it was George. Maybe it was H.H. H. H. Holmes. Right. Uh, I don't H. think it was Aaron. No, I don't think it was Aaron. I don't think it was Francis. Yeah. Maybe it was some sort of demon that was feasting on organs. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. That was a good one. I, re- I need to go watch the movie. I really do. It's It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. As long as you know, that's not what happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. This is definitely not the movie that I thought it was. I was thinking of something else, and I'll have to go figure out what movie that is. Yeah. And let you know what I was thinking. No clue. Was. So do you have any idea what you're going to do next week? I don't. No. Oh, boy. Well, I guess if anyone listening has any ideas, they should send it my way. Send it our way and let us yeah. know. Yeah, and Sandra, it- if they want to get a hold of us, how can you they? Can on Facebook and Instagram at the Mimesis Podcast or Gmail at the Mimesis Podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. And we have our TikTok now. Yes. It's Mimesis Podcast. Your uh, final destination. Getting some views. Uh, getting some views. <laughs> a lot of people are haunted by the movie Final Destination. I'm telling you, I am. 
you know what? Maybe that's what you should do. You should go to the different kind of ways that people died in Final Destination and do a search and see if anyone ever actually died that way. Dude, I'm doing it. That's that's a good one. And we can do like make it fun and do true or false. Okay. I like that. That's a good yeah. one. Okay. okay. I'll look that up. And I am not going to research it at all, so I have no clue when I can just guess. Yeah, don't. don't. I will watch Final Destination again, though, because... Yeah, my kids. I'll go through at least the first two because obviously the log has to be in there. Oh yeah, the log has to. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah, we'll just yeah, yeah, (laughs) cool. This will be fun. Well, there, there we go. But if people have other show ideas that they would like to do, still reach out to us. We want to hear. Yes, please. We want to hear from you guys. All right. It sounds like that's all we've got for today. Yep. So until next time. Bye. Bye.